You're listening to the OKC82 Podcast with Brady Trantham and Madison Morris. The best place for OKC Thunder basketball. A part of 1077 The Franchise Podcast Network. What is going on, everybody? Hello and welcome to another episode of the OKC82 Podcast. Uh, my name is Madison Morris. If you are new to this podcast, I am a Thunder Syndicate at the franchise here in Oklahoma City. Um, I'm usually joined on this podcast by my coworker. His name is Brady Trantham. He is awesome. Right now, we have had a very long summer of little spurts of Thunder news and then absolutely nothing going on. Uh, So right now, I am going to be doing this podcast solo. So if you want to go ahead and turn it off because you don't want to hear my voice for 25 or 30 minutes, I definitely understand. But hopefully, you're going to stick with me because this podcast is going to be a little bit different than usually what people hear when they tune into our OKC82 podcast. Um, Yeah, we love to talk about Thunder News, things that are going on, uh, not only here in Oklahoma City, but in the NBA as a whole. But right now, we have said it in the past couple of podcasts, right now, August is absolutely dead. There's not much going on. August is just kind of one of those weird months that it's not it's just not sexy in the NBA right now. There's nothing super exciting going on. And uh, the only thing going on here in Oklahoma City is that people are passing out from heat stroke because it is incredibly too hot. And so that is probably the most interesting thing that is going on in the city. And it doesn't even pertain to basketball. It just pertains to our health and the way that we are feeling on a day-to-day basis. So We are going to dive into a little bit of Thunder news to start off this podcast tonight because the Thunder did sign a new center in Justin Patton. And so we'll talk about that for a little bit, um, but kind of giving you a brief of what this podcast is going to be about because like I said, it's going to be a little bit different. And I kind of thought that this would be a fun opportunity since um, I am just by myself tonight. I thought this would be a fun opportunity to talk about kind of a little bit of outside of the walls of Chesapeake. That's kind of what I'm going to just on the spot name this uh, segment that I'm going to do today. Uh, So we're going to just talk about kind of the guys uh, over the past couple of years, some of the current Thunder players, and not only what they do on the court, in the gym, and practice in front of all of you guys on game night, I kind of wanted to give you guys a little bit of an insight of just their personality, their character, what they do, And I mean, I guess it's not exactly their free time because it's more of like Thunder Cares events and community events and just outreach programs that they've developed themselves and with their team. And Brady and I have had the absolute privilege the past couple of years to uh, attend a lot of these events that is put on not only by the organization, but by the guys themselves. And I will be speaking on a few of the events uh, that we did this past year that no longer pertain to guys who are on the team anymore, but they still were extremely impactful here in Oklahoma City. They were impactful to Brady and myself. They were impactful to everybody who was involved. It's just, it was something awesome that we got to experience. So before we get to that, I will touch a little bit on Justin Patton. And I know that this is... This is probably not the most exciting sign, but I'm going to tell you why it should be. Because this guy, he is a center. He's seven foot. That's that's a big man. Uh, he's 241 pounds. That is that's really speaking volumes right now. Because let's look at the Thunder Center or the Thunder Centers right now. You have Stephen Adams, who's seven foot, but he's 265. This guy's a monster. 
He is a giant man. He's been so impactful since 2013 when he joined the Thunder organization, and he hasn't gone anywhere. He's been consistent here in Oklahoma City. He has been a leader. He's been, he's been someone who has evolved and continues to develop, not only as a part of the Thunder team, but in the community as well. So it's just something that's kind of cool about Steven Adams. Uh, he's a big guy, and Justin Patton, he is also a big guy. But right now, the Thunder also have Nerlens Noel, who's six foot eleven and two and two hundred and twenty pounds. So a little bit smaller than the rest of the guys. That's actually very apparent if you just look at the guy. He is a very tall man, but he's very skinny. Has a little bit of bone to him. Uh, but he he's been efficient this past year for the Thunder. He did come in when he initially joined Oklahoma City, saying that he saw potential in this team. He saw a team that he. He just knew that he would be able to contribute to. That's something that he really wanted to accomplish uh, during his time in Oklahoma City. And I feel like, you know, it wasn't the greatest run last year for this team. They had some really big wins. They had some really poor losses. And obviously it was the third year in a row of a first-round playoff exit, which is extremely disappointing to just a lot of people. It's disappointing to them. It's disappointing to the fan base. It's disappointing to people who may not even be a Thunder fan, but just follow these guys. You know, it's disappointing to see such talent not make it super far in the playoff run. So uh, right now, I think this is such a good, or this is a good sign for the Thunder. Justin Patton, he has potential out the wazoo. He had one year at Creighton University. Um, I don't think he, I, I think he got good experience there, but he had to deal with some uh, foot injuries. He was constantly dealing with stuff like that. But he really can be effective, especially with all eyes on the center this season. Um, right now, the Thunder are without that dominant power forward in Paul George. They're without that point guard uh, that all eyes have been on for the past decade in Russell Westbrook. Those guys are gone, and so a lot of people are going to shift their attention to the center position, and right now I think people are really leaning on Steven Adams to step up and take this role, but let's be totally transparent here. There's only so much that a center guy can do. There's really only so much, and so it's exciting to kind of see a new face in Oklahoma City, and a lot of new faces are coming through Oklahoma City right now, but it's really exciting to see possibly and potentially a guy who can not only back up Steven Adams but at least like help with what he is controlling down there because Steven Adams he has such a great job on this team he has a very crucial job with this team and that is to take care of business in the paint where it is just mucky there are huge bodies being thrown at you he has to do a lot of the dirty work while the guys around the perimeter are kind of, they're, they're controlling the game a little bit more. And Steven Adams is making them look good by being someone who can execute, who can just really take a game plan and make it go extremely strong. So it's something that I'm excited about with this sign in Justin Patton, because this is a big guy. This guy is not much smaller than Steven Adams. And he is going to be someone who I think will be very impactful, but at the same time, he might also be a guy who needs to be eased into the process a little bit. But that's something that Thunder fans can really take pride in because the Thunder right now, they do have Steven Adams. He's a seasoned vet. He knows the ropes and courses of Oklahoma City basketball right now, and that's comforting with a new guy coming in at center. 
because he's going to be an extremely great mentor. We saw it last year. Anytime we would go to practice, we would see Steven Adams working with guys like Nerlens Noel and Tyler Davis when he was still here. And that was refreshing to see because he knows that leadership, that leadership position that he's taking. And so with Justin Patton coming in, I think this is going to be a really good sign for the Thunder just because he can be impactful. And right now, I think people are leaning a lot on Steven Adams, as they should, because he's going to be a great player. He's going to deliver just like he has been. But if you take a look back on this past season, a a couple of his crucial numbers have really started to plummet a little bit. And this is why I think it's a good time for help to come in. So we're going to take it back a little bit. If we stop and take a look at Steven Adams' stats from last season compared to the season before, which was 2017, there really was a steady decline. Uh, He dropped from a 63% field goal average to a 59% this past year, even with more attempted shots. He had 10.1 field goal attempts compared to 2007's 9.4. That's pretty good. That means he's taking more shots. They're feeding him the ball a lot more. That's a good sign because... We saw it in plenty of games where Steven Adams, he is able to to deliver if he's trusted, if he's given those opportunities, if he's feeling good uh, mentally and physically. And so that could be a problem if it's going to start seeing a steady decline. And that's why I think it's good to have help with Justin Patton coming in and taking another center position. Uh, His field goal at well, Steven's field goal attempts his rookie season in 2013 was 2.3. 2.3 compared to 10.1 now. This guy has really just, he's skyrocketed in confidence over the past however so many years that is. Mental math is not my thing. <laughs> uh, but it, it's, it, how, like, how sustainable is it? That's going to be the big question. And so with Justin Patton coming in, he's going to really have to take care of it because this guy's only played four real NBA games. And that has been divided between the Minnesota Timberwolves and the Philadelphia 76ers. And honestly, this guy was waived. You know, he was waived from the 76ers back in April. And so this is his chance to really make an impact on a new team with a new group of guys for himself. I think this could be great for him because he did play 49 games in the G League where he averaged uh, 11.8 points and 5.4 rebounds. And that was in about an average of 22 minutes of playing time. You know, for a G League player, that's actually really great because that means he had a chance to showcase his talents. He had a chance to be impactful to a team at one point. It may have not been the high level excuse me, that the NBA calls for, but now he does have that chance because he was signed to a three-year contract with Oklahoma City. So here's the deal, and I think it's going to be a hard reality hit, Uh, but right now the Thunder are not predicted to be an elite team in the NBA. This team is really looking (laughs) at an early vacation call while teams like the Clippers and the Rockets are preparing for something much bigger. It's going to be extremely disheartening and discouraging for the Thunder fan base, and especially for these guys that are part of the Thunder team right now. So piecing together a team that could give them a fighting chance in the race for the NBA title, it's, it's just ideal right now. And so I like this sign by Sam Presti. I think it's a smart move to bring in someone who, yeah, he brought in some shooters. He brought in some wings. He's brought in some guards. He, that's great. But bring in someone else for 
I don't know, for the Thunder fan base to feel confident and to feel energized if Steven Adams does take a sit. And that's not me saying that Nerlens Noel is not going to be the guy that's going to keep them energized, keep the pace of the game just going the way it was when Steven was in there. He can be that guy. There's no telling how well he's developed. But it's it's just like it's something good to see another center guy who is about the exact same size as Steven Adams waiting to take his spot and hopefully keep the energy of the game going. So overall, with my thoughts on Justin Patton, I think it's a great sign. Um, I think this is going to be his prime opportunity to really connect with guards like Chris Paul and Dennis Schroeder because we saw that with Russell Westbrook and Steven Adams and Dennis Schroeder and Steven Adams and Dennis and Nerlens. That was very evident last year. It was something very refreshing also. So we'll just see. We'll have to see. We'll wait until the preseason starts. I don't think preseason games are entirely exciting to people, but to me they are, just because this is the first chance to really see these guys in action and see the court chemistry they were able to develop during training camp. And so, yeah, I'm I'm very excited about this Justin Patton signing. I think it's going to be a great thing. I could be totally wrong, but I guess only time will tell. But um, now I'm going to kind of transition over – to what I was talking about at the beginning of this podcast. Hopefully you're still with me. Uh, We're going to talk a little bit about outside the walls of Chesapeake because I kind of want to take this opportunity with me doing a solo pod tonight to humanize these guys a little bit more because we're constantly talking. We have a basketball show on Saturday where we just chip away at these guys for being basketball players and that's what they do. That's their career. That's what they get paid for. That's what they're known for. These guys make ESPN headlines. They are all over Sports Center, all over the jump. They're getting interviews all the time. They're all over social media doing Lord knows what. But I think sometimes people forget to humanize these players. And so um, I was just thinking today about how I wanted to do something a little bit different on this podcast and make it a little bit more personal and a little bit more um, behind the scenes, if you may. And so I was going to talk about Uh, A couple of the events that Brady and I went to this past season involving the players, just because it gave us as reporters the opportunity to see their character and see their personality when basketball is not involved. Because these guys, you always think, oh, like their entire world revolves around basketball. Not really. I mean, they have lives. They have wives. They have families and kids and mothers and girlfriends. And it's just... It's awesome to see these guys really come to life when basketball is taken off the table for a couple of minutes. And so it's just, it's kind of crazy because the audience that piles into Chesapeake for game nights gets to see one side of these guys. And so many people wear their names on the back of jerseys and on their graphic t-shirts, but they don't really know what they're like as a person. And I myself, I don't know everything about these guys outside of basketball because... I obviously have zero personal relationship with them. I don't talk to them. I don't text them. We don't get Sunday brunch. But um, it's just, it's really cool to see events like Thunder Cares and like Russell's Why Not event, PG's golfing event. Um, And even Carmelo Anthony, when he was here, he held like a very mellow Christmas at the Harkins Theater where he invited a bunch of people to come watch a Christmas movie with him. And I'm sorry, but if I was a little kid, and Carmelo Anthony was sitting next to me eating popcorn, watching a Christmas movie about some 
animated dog. I don't even know what it was about. That would be stinking cool, y'all. So I kind of just wanted to dive into a little bit of these events that Birdie and I got to do. And um, a lot of the Thunder Cares events are the ones that stick out in my mind just because there is the whole uh, NBA Cares. And I think that's such a fabulous uh, thing that the NBA is doing where it gets these players who are just idolized by these young kids in all the different kinds of communities where basketball is present. And it gets these players involved with them. And that is just such a highlight to these kids' lives because these are their heroes. And I see it all the time. Anywhere you go in Oklahoma City, I mean, it used to be this way. I don't know if it still will be. But anywhere you went, you would see a a Westbrook jersey. You would see a Westbrook shirt. You see Stephen Adams shirts all the time. I would even see Paul George. And when Carmelo Anthony was here, that was a big thing for Oklahoma City was to have Carmelo Anthony here, even if it was just for a season. It was still exciting. And so you see a bunch of this stuff all the time. And so um, starting with a couple of our Thunder Cares events that Brady and I got to go to, this was, oh man, it was probably way back when at the beginning of uh, this past season in 2018, it was uh, Terrence Ferguson and then Tyler Davis, who isn't here anymore, but uh, Terrence and Tyler, they made an appearance at kind of a lower income school in Midwest City to participate in volleyball, basketball, and uh, flag football practice with the kids. And it was kind of cool because you got to see them just like really joke with each other. They got to interact with the kids. And Terrence is very, he's very playful with the kids. He's very um, excited about everything he gets to do because he's having fun. And Tyler was the exact same way. I think all the all the little girls had a little bit of a crush on Tyler just because he, he was very charismatic, and that was just his personality. So it was just kind of cool because we were all just kind of standing to the side, taking pictures, taking video, because we're capturing them to kind of uh, promote them and do what – or show the world, like, what they're doing outside of Thunder basketball. But it was also a chance for us to really see their personality too. And I'll never forget this event because we were talking to Terrence afterwards – And this is where we all first found out that uh, Terrence Ferguson was having a daughter. And he even told us her name, Lila Rose. And I'll just never forget that because his face just lit up. And you just saw a a whole new side to a guy who goes out and plays intense basketball 82 games a season. And it's just phenomenal to see them open up like that. And so that kind of continues over into when um, Alex Abrinas was here and also Timothy Luawu Cabare. Hopefully I said that right. <laughs> Luawu or something. I don't even know. But TLC and Alex, they did the book bus at uh, the school that I believe was in Dell City. And I will say this, the school was majority Hispanic. So a lot of the students, I, I think pretty much all the students, if not majority uh they all spoke spanish for their first language that was it was just kind of a beautiful thing because obviously anyone who knows alex he was you know he's from spain so his first language is spanish and so he was getting to interact with these kids on such a personal and deep level and these kids were young they had to be maybe third or fourth grade there's no possible way they were any older than that they were just young they were cute they were excited um I think they even had little uniforms on. Like, they were just real, real excited to see these two athletes take time out of their day and welcome them onto this giant bus that the Thunder have done a phenomenal job decorating and getting ready 
with just tons and tons of books to read full of pictures, different languages. Um, and it's just this incredible bus that's been turned into a book wonderland. It was almost like a Barnes and Noble for young kids. So it was wonderful. And so to see Alex and TLC get up there and uh, just welcome them in and help them pick out their books and read a little bit with them and Alex getting to interact on such a personal level with them. It was just, it was just a really cool experience that Brady and I got to witness. Oh, I don't even know when that was. It was probably back in like October, maybe November. There, I don't know. It was still kind of hot, but it was still at the beginning of the season. And um, it was just really cool to see guys like that break away from the competitiveness that is on and off the court with NBA basketball. And they just sat there in their sweatpants reading books with kids. And they would go in the sandboxes. They'd swing on the swings. They would just laugh and they would interact with these kids on such a great authentic level. You know, it was just, it was really awesome. And so that was probably one of my favorite events that we got to do and we got to witness. Um, There are a couple I wanted to bring to light with Russell Westbrook. And I know Russell is no longer in Oklahoma City. He's off in Houston, probably doing great things with his community work there. But, um, you know, Russell was probably the guy that we went to the most events for just because he held the most events that were very personable or personal to him. And um, they all had to do around his Why Not brand, which if you know you don't know about his Why Not brand, you should absolutely look it up because it's such a great message that he tries to spread to not only youth, but just really anyone involved in sports and it can apply to life. And it's just, it's something really cool that Russell Westbrook did. But uh, Brady and I got to go to, oh, like three different events for that. Uh, There was the uh, Why Not Thanksgiving dinner at the Oklahoma City Boys and Girls Club, which was just absolutely fabulous. It was this huge event where all these kids and their families and uh, just really anybody was welcome to come and have a free Thanksgiving dinner. And there was just like food for food for miles. Oh man, there was so much food and just tables sat up everywhere. And the gym was very colorful and it really came to life. It made people feel very uh, welcome and warm and open. And it was just a really cool environment. And then you had Russell Westbrook. He was just standing up there with any, all of these volunteers just serving away mashed potatoes and getting to talk with families. And I think that was so cool because these these families come in and they get to have a hot free meal and celebrate personally my favorite holiday in Thanksgiving and their favorite basketball player is serving it to them. And it was really cool because I think Russell's brother Ray was there and uh, Hamadou Diallo actually showed up as well and stood next to Russell and helped serve meals later on. And that was just something really cool because these kids are just absolutely starstruck by Russell and some of these parents too. I mean, <laughs> It, it was just captivating to see because that meant so much to them. And that was something that Russell and his organization had worked so hard on. And just to see it come to life, it was, it, it really gave you an inside look um, to what is really important to Russell. And that kind of carries over into his Christmas shoe giveaway, which he had just a month later. And I don't remember where this was. It was, I want to say it was out of school somewhere or maybe like a like a YMCA or something, but he get, was giving away just hundreds and hundreds of pairs of his shoes. 
And it was just fantastic because these kids, they would come in and they would pick up a backpack, I believe. They would pick up maybe like a notebook and there was a couple of other things they would get as well. And then they would be sent through the line where Russell by himself was just standing behind a table with tons of shoes everywhere, just all lined up by sizes and colors and just different collections that he had had come out. And it was just really awesome to see because he would personally ask the kid like what their size was. And then he would go and find it. And these kids who probably just never in their lives imagined they would own a pair of Russell Westbrook sneakers were given a pair of Russell Westbrook sneakers totally for free by Russell Westbrook himself. And when you really just put that into perspective, that is probably something these kids are going to take with them for the rest of their lives. They're always going to have that pair of sneakers, even when they grow out of it. That was something special that they got to experience around what's supposed to be the happiest time of the year. And it was just, it was really cool to see that come to life because Russell, he truly enjoys doing stuff like that. It You see a whole different side because, you know, I think people always see Russell as an extremely competitive, um, kind of mouthy, audacious player, which isn't a bad thing. That's just his personality on the court. It, it makes him into the player that he is. He's emotional. He is very driven. He's very talented. Um, and sometimes it just gets the best of him. But to see him in a Santa hat, standing behind a table full of shoes, getting to give fist bumps to the kids and take pictures and selfies and just smile with them, crack jokes with them, and while handing them a pair of his shoes, it's just you saw a completely different side to this guy. And so it just it brings out all the respect in the world to what these guys do behind the scenes of basketball. It's not always yelling at the refs. It's not always getting mad and pounding your fists on the floor or on the chair or yelling at the coaches, yelling at your teammates, yelling at the other players. It's not always like that. It's, you know, the heat of the moment when they have all the pressure in the world just falling down on them. Take all of that away. And these guys are humans. They have emotions. They love others. And I I just really thought that was something cool to witness. And so um, it was just... It was just really cool to see stuff like that. And then, I mean, Brady and I both got to go to this event. It was um, at a senior citizen home in Edmond. And Abdul Nader and Deontay Burton were present. And they played bingo with the uh, senior citizens for, oh, my gosh. I want to say we were there for, like, two hours. And that was just, oh, my gosh. I'm sure that was just so great to have these two basketball players who are just full of energy, uh, both very handsome, very – just kind-hearted people just smiling and playing bingo with these (laughs) older folks. It was just so fun. And uh, I forgot her name, but there was this one who was just decked out in all of her Thunder gear. And uh, she had like her towels and her banners and her little flags and everything sticking out from her wheelchair. And she was wearing her hat and her scarf and of course her jersey. And it was just so awesome because she was just going on and on about being the biggest Thunder fan. And this was probably her favorite day out of the year is when two Thunder players showed up to play bingo with her. So it just kind of goes to show that it's really just the little things when it comes to these guys. Because like I was just saying before, they put on a hell of a show when it's game night. They go out there and they work their ass off. And it's phenomenal to see what they accomplish. But 
behind the scenes, when they are given the opportunity to make an impact in the community, they go all out and they do it big. And so just little things like that, even with Patrick Patterson, who is no longer here either, but he, uh, he I, I feel like he always got a little overlooked with what he did with his Pat Presents. Um, obviously, if anyone knows Patrick Patterson, he's really big into movies. And Pat Presents was so cool, and I really looked into it. And it's his opportunity. He personally reaches out to fans, and he picks winners. He draws raffles. He makes sure that people know, like, hey, you have a free movie ticket. Like, I'm ready to see you at the movie at this time, this day. And it also takes place at the Harkins downtown. And then he just sits there with his box of popcorn and gets to watch movies with a select group of people that have won little raffles and little contests that he puts on. And it's so cool that he uses his time to not only just go and watch a movie by himself because he wants to, but he invites the community in and he makes it his mission to have people in the Oklahoma City community feel part of his life as he has been part of theirs. And so it's really cool to see all this stuff go down. There's honestly so many more community events I could talk about, but I I really just wanted to talk about that with you guys tonight to give you an insight on these guys because there's a whole new crop of people. The Thunder... Is a whole new team right now, and I think pretty much everybody I just mentioned in all of those community event, uh, sorry, community events. The longer I get into podcasting by myself, the more I can't talk. But all of these community events that I just talked about, a lot of those guys are no longer here, but they're off doing great things in new communities and impacting new people. But the impact that they left here in Oklahoma City will never fade away, and that's what's cool about that. So. I'm going to go ahead and end the podcast now. We're reaching about 30 minutes. Um, Big props to anyone who's still with me and is listening to me because sometimes I can't even stand to listen to my own self-talk. But I really did enjoy this podcast. Um, Don't worry. We're going to have more Thunder news to talk about the closer it gets to season because things are going to start happening. Um, I guarantee you there's going to be media day coming up. People are going to start talking about training camp. Guys are going to be getting back uh, from vacations. It's just everything's gonna pick up for sure so really just thank you guys so much for sticking with me on this podcast listening to a little bit of behind the scenes watching me get all sentimental about these guys but really they're they're great players um i think a lot of the media has to deal with egos and frustrations but that's really just part of it because they have a hell of a job to do and they do a hell of a job doing it so big shout out to the thunder guys i am very excited about this season Not only to see the new faces in Oklahoma City, but to see what the Thunder organization has in store. Because they're made up of a staff of wonderful people. They've always been so helpful to Brady and myself and the rest of the media members. They take such great care of these Thunder guys. It's really going to be a memorable season, to say the least. It may not be, you know, a title-seeking season that just blows us all out of the water, but... You know, Thunder Thunder fans should really take a lot of pride in this team. And we definitely, not me talking as a Thunder, but as a media member, like I definitely hope to see a lot of people filling up Chesapeake and cheering this team on this season. So thank you guys so much for listening to this podcast. We will be back in studio this Saturday, I believe, for another show of the Thunder Insider Show with me, Jerry, Brady, and John. So definitely look out for that. And thank you guys so much.